Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bada, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the Sports Brew, and we are rallying for a mighty Monday after a pretty serious Freestyle Friday. Three-hour block of Sports Brew on Sports Brew crime and shenanigans. (laughs) That's okay, man. I tell you what, I was so excited. I was so happy for Mark because the Giants actually beat the Chiefs. And I, I don't know who on earth saw that coming outside of the most optimistic Giants fan. Uh, and, and I was going to totally give him a great song, right? Because we have to you know, raise a glass to Malcolm Young, you know, passing away, little ACDC love. But what happened? No Mark. He's gone. I don't know what happened to him. He's not here. I don't know if he fell asleep. I don't know if he's just diddling for the middle on Pornhub. I have no idea. Maybe there's another Nickelback show that we're unaware of. No clue. Maybe he liked Whitfield's fudge-sickled just-for-men beard enough that he wanted to go ahead and powder coat the manhood on his face the same way. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I can't even get... We can't even get a proper woo. Maybe... Maybe there was a drinking game involved with that Giants victory, and he just simply could not recover. I will accept all of those, but I will readily admit, I'll readily admit that I'm disappointed that there's no D-stat tonight to help celebrate the Giants actually winning a game. But in it, I, I did, I did have a question for you, Justin. Yeah. If the Giants win a game and D State's not here to celebrate it, did the Giants actually win? Woo! Maybe not. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't. <laughs> you may be on to something, Shannon. So I was going to go ahead. I was going to Ric Flair woo just for good measure. Why not? Here we go. I actually think that's a better woo than Mark's given us in a long time, man. Nice. There you go. That's pretty good, wasn't it? Man, not bad. Not bad. So I I don't know. But what I do know, what I do know is that the tickets for the uh, Redskins and Giants game uh, on Thanksgiving, uh, they are on StubHub for as low as $7 a pop. So maybe that's unbelievable. That's like almost Cleveland. That's like almost Cleveland Browns bad. Right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, good Lord, good heavens. Uh, so maybe he's just, you know, maybe he's just buying some tickets. Maybe he's going to show up at that game and represent strong, represent proper. Nah, he's probably just passed out. He probably just had some bad gas, knocked himself out, and fell over. <laughs> I think that's the most likely scenario. Woo! There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all right, man. I'll tell you what, we're, it's a mighty Monday, brother. So we're going to go old school up in this piece man is that short turnaround time cranking another podcast episode up yeah buddy gotta have some fun so let's go ahead and get everybody up in this piece Mm-hmm. first and foremost man the mighty twitter terminator what's up brother man shannon mcguffin how you doing bro hey man i'm doing good the colts and the 49ers didn't lose this weekend doing great hey that's a win <laughs> Yeah, I guess the bye week, but hey, it's a win. I'll take <laughs> yeah. it. Sometimes you got to take what you can get, bro. Sometimes you got to <laughs> take what you can get, man. That's all right. That's all right. So uh, I, I just out of curiosity, looking forward to the rest of the season for the Colts. Any high hopes? Any expectations? What I mean, what do you want to see? Just a bunch of L's to better the draft pick? or? 
Uh, just I mean, just uh, growth, uh, improvement in the defense, yeah. uh, growth in Jacoby Brissett. Because, I mean, if Andrew Luck's in Europe right now, <laughs> that's, that's, um, that's not good. Yeah. So just, just growth. Just growth from all sides of the ball. And yes, growth from both sides of the ball. Damn, dude. Click, click, pull. Great day. <laughs> Shannon, Just man. Defensive, defensive growth. Yo. That's all. <laughs> Shannon, I like guess the, they make a bill for that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like the Navy. Like the Navy. Full speed ahead. You said <laughs> balls. Raise the sails, baby. Raise, Raise the, the sails. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, all right, all right, all right. So let's see, man. Let's bring Randy into something a little fun. Yeah, a little ACDC, a little have a drink on me. For all the bad Look, beer bets, Randy. For all the bad beer bets, Randy. Yeah, you're going to have plenty of drinks on me. <laughs> yes, we will. Thank you for that. <laughs> Oh, and you, Shannon's going to get something. Mark's going to get something. It's like, great. I'm going to win everybody beer now. <laughs> That's okay. We'll just have a party. We'll have some like rando party. We'll hang out. We'll just all bring some beer. We'll just crush it and have a good time. So I, I tell you what, man. Let's lead off with a salute o'clock, man. Um, not for not for that Manson D-bag. See you later, biatch. Rotten hell, man. Uh, but for some of the other people that passed away, Malcolm Young, Della Reese. We've got a couple other things going on, man. Uh, but let's go ahead and crank up, raise a glass. I've got my Stone Hop Revolver IPA. Brother, this is a good beer, man. Woo! Mighty impressed. Got a sampler pack from Costco. Got all the goods up in there. So, got that. Also have uh, also have a very tasty Kraken and Coke. Release the Kraken. It's good that times, man. Good, dude. Yeah, no, I'm a fan, man. I'm a fan. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. What you got, MacGuffin? Well, unfortunately, I got to be lame tonight. I got to be sharp tomorrow, so I'm just coffee and water, man. That's okay. Dude, that's all right, man. That's all right. I salute you anyway. Thank you, brother. Because I know in this podcast, man, you're about to rock. Mm-hmm. Ah, I mm-hmm. see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, sir. Randy, what you got, brother? Well, I'm double fist in the night. I got myself a Sam Adams old Fezziwig ale and an oatmeal stout. Good old Fezziwig. Nice. What is that? What is that? Um, that that liquor. I don't remember if it's a whiskey or is it oh, some old granddad deal? What is that? That thing? Old Periwinkle? I don't know. Some crazy. Oh, Pappy Van Winkle. Ah, Pappy Van Winkle. We still need to get some Pappy Van Winkle sometime. I tell you, when one I of our a, huh? I know a guy. Yeah, I know a guy. When one of our team, one of our teams wins the Super Bowl, we need some pappy. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that would be legit. I think that would be you legit. Way to drop a few hundred bucks, okay? Well, that, <laughs> maybe we can maybe we can go in together. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! By the way, yes. Baker Mayfield, way to go, Bill O'Reilly. I can't do it. <laughs> we'll do it live. Okay. <laughs> we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Cross grab. Fucking thing sucks. 
so we, we don't, probably don't have a lot of college notes, but I, I will ask Shannon, uh, impact, <laughs> impact of the Baker Mayfield, the crotch grab, her and Roud, the uh, college football world. Well, he, he's not going to start this week. Uh, He'll play. Being, it's his discipline. He's still going to play, uh, which I which I think is a is, is an all right punishment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it didn't warrant a suspension because he offered to shake the hands of the Kansas players at the beginning of the game, and they gave him the cold shoulder, which I thought was ridiculous because it's just poor sportsmanship on their part. But unfortunately, Baker, and he did take some like I could have been cheap shots during the, the game and <laughs> third quarter he's going crotch grab f you f this and bill o'reilly and all sorts of stuff and you know of course he got it on camera and he had a good game it's 41 to 3 but you know they've got a huge game against west virginia this weekend yeah. and um He'll probably lose a, a few Heisman votes because of it, but I still think he's going to win it. He's still a front runner. Um, it's just one of those he should those times that he should just. I, I'm going to start it early, dude. He should just let it go. <laughs> wow! Really? That's record time right there. That may be a record. Hopefully, that's not what she said. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. I was not even saying that. Expect him to be on his A game this week. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I've, I've heard, uh, you know, plenty of people have talked about how it's not going to alter their Heisman vote, but it's a bad look. You know what I it mean? It is. It's, it's a bad look for him. I don't know how much that's really going to impact him as far as. The NFL stuff and draft stock. I, 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 you know, look, he's young, he's brash, he's cocky, clearly, uh, and he has delivered. He certainly has been very productive. He's got a good arm, and look, you, all you got to do is look around the NFL, dude. There's some sorry quarterbacks up in this league, man. Just ask yeah. the Buffalo Bills, okay? <laughs> Just ask the <laughs> Buffalo Bills, and actually ask the Green Bay Packers too. <laughs> um, there's some <laughs> ugly quarterback. Yeah, go ahead. Not one. Not, not two, two not, not three, three not, not four, four not even five, five <laughs> freaking picks Tur- charles barkley knows passes that's terrible that's terrible i really need to find an emmett smith soundboard because we so need debacled because the buffalo <laughs> bills the buffalo bills with nathan peterman debacled i shake a turn back time dude i had that queued up for him like, on point. Although this is actually also true for the Redskins, how they effed up the end of that game. Although, to be fair, they did get screwed on that damn intentional grounding. Oh, and and we'll get to that. They got hosed on that call. They got hosed. But they they did some other stuff that didn't help them. And kudos to the Saints. Kudos to the Saints. I don't want to take anything away from what the Saints did, but they got some home cooking on some of those calls, man. Reeves was on point in those last two drives. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we got to share, a let it go. Man, we're like, we're just all kinds of like banging the drum, man. Bang it out, buddy. We're going to bang, bang right to the podcast, buddy. You know what that means. 
What is up with YouTube restarting all my videos all the time now, man? You are killing me, YouTube. I pause it where I want it to be. And, like, they're just resetting everything. Because I really wanted to, like, come into this podcast. I came in like a you know what I'm saying? Hey. That's what I wanted. And they're effing me up, man. Killing me. Anyway. Um, how do they F that up? Dude, I mean, seriously, I paused the video. Why is it resetting? What kind of what kind of deal what kind of deal is that? Come on, YouTube. Thanks. Every single one, every single one is like unpaused and is, is completely reloading. That is so annoying. We're just gonna break. We're just gonna have all the songs playing just for giggles, because <laughs> YouTube, YouTube is like starting everything over, man. It's killing me. Apparently, I need YouTube to turn back time. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Thanks, YouTube. Anyway, all right. Uh, so, any other takeaways from College Football Weekend? I mean, kudos, uh, to, kudos was, to UVA for covering the spread. <laughs> I mean, it was crappetizer weekend. It was, <laughs> it was an appetizer weekend, like we said. I mean, it's it, it's all coming down to this weekend. Bama Auburn's going to be the freaking filet mignon this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Miami's got a road game Friday at noon at Pitt. It's going to be a, a kind of a weird thing for them. I still think they win, uh, probably a little bit closer than it should be. Clemson, South Carolina is a rivalry game, probably closer than what it should be. Uh, who else? Uh, Georgia's got Georgia Tech. Yeah. That's always you know, the way Georgia Tech runs their offense, dude. It, it's always kind of iffy for Georgia. So some challenges this weekend, but I think we'll hold Alabama Auburn is that dude. Yeah, Iron that, Bowl. that's the that's the big that's the big boy. That, that that's the big enchilada this weekend. That's going to determine the SEC West champ, <clears throat> and um, it's going to determine basically if Auburn's out for good or mm -hmm. if Bama's going to drop down and screw up a lot of people's hopes. <laughs> Which they would, because they yeah. want they want Alabama in that top four, buddy. Uh, they, yeah. they want him in there, man. Um, yeah, like Wisconsin is cheering for Alabama to win because Auburn might actually leapfrog them. Mm. Legit. Legit. So, uh, real quick, just to type a thought on uh, Baker Mayfield. Um, he did come out and apologize, although I, I will readily admit that the uh, the line of uh, telling, you know, the fans at uh, Kansas Stadium to stick to basketball, that part did make me laugh. <laughs> that part was funny. Okay, That part was funny. You can tell the Jayhawks to stick to basketball because they suck at football. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that part that part's true. But you know, by the time you're rocking obscene gestures and then crotch grabbing and all that junk, eh, you know he he went a little far. I mean, it's, it, look, they're gonna point the cameras at that guy. It's just what it is. You know, mm -hmm. he did apologize. He had some tears. Are they genuine? I don't know. We're not in his head, but uh, he he was apologetic about it. How much does that really mean? I don't know. I mean, he he he's again, he's brash, he's cocky, but he's delivered. And I guess with him, the, the issue is going to be a maturity thing going forward. I don't, I don't think the Johnny Manziel comparisons are on point. I, I, I just don't. Um, because I really think this guy loves football. You know what I mean? Uh, my impression is yeah, that he, Johnny, Johnny was always doing like the, the money sign things. And, and Baker, you could tell, is a football guy through yeah, and through. Yeah. But it certainly got some growing up to do. So 
Yes, he does. You know, I'm not gonna, uh, you know, I'm not gonna condemn him to the end of time for that one. Nah, stupid. It's just stupid, but you know, it was just that you got caught caught up in the moment, made a, a dumb gesture. I mean, if you're out on the playground and no one's around, you're doing the same thing. Yeah, you know, you're saying the same be. things. You know, someone's out there trying to mess with you. You're gonna get back at them. All right. Well, let's shift gears. Let's shift gears then um, <laughs> to the NFL. Uh, certainly, some some intense football along the way. Had some ugly outcomes, that's for sure. Uh, had some pretty uh, pretty compelling games. Had some games that I didn't think were going to be good that ended up being pretty damn good, for sure. Uh, and I, I have to ask though, and I and we were I was going to lead with the Giants for Mark. I still can't believe he <laughs> he like fell asleep or whatever he did. I don't know what happened to that guy. He's supposed to also have a joke for us. Oh, speaking of jokes. Did y'all prep your Thanksgiving joke? Yep. All right. Rand- Randy that is. Randy. <laughs> Randy, what you got, man? Drop one on me. Oh, this is going to be uh, and then the fight starts. And, you know, oh, between one of those oh that's right. I had one for Mark for not being here. Well, had... Do you want to do yours first? Or you want to wait? No, I, 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 I have to do this because, you know, for Mark, for Mark. Okay. All right. So <laughs> here you go. <laughs> I rear-ended a car this morning. The start of a really bad day. The driver got out of the other car, and he was a dwarf. He looked up at me and said, I am not happy. So I said, well, which one are you then? <laughs> and then the fight started. <laughs> nice. That one's for Mark, who also goes by <laughs> dwarf. <laughs> Way to come up short, D-Stat. Way to come up short. Randy, what you got? <laughs> Husband walks into his house with a turkey under his arm. Walked up to his wife and says, this is the pig I've been, sleep- I've been having sex with. The wife says, that's a turkey. Man replies, I wasn't talking to you. And that's when the fight started. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. So the other thing I want to do, cause it is, we're on Thanksgiving week. And again, we weren't originally planning to record this week. But uh, I thought the weekend was compelling enough that we might as well have like a, a mini brew, and hopefully we contain it to a minute. Well, we will. <laughs> we have a Mark sighting. We have a Mark sighting. He just wrote in the Facebook group. Oh, how about that? Ah, lovely. My grandpa self fell asleep during the game once again. Womp womp. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I figured this was a great time to break out the Thanksgiving clapbacks. All right, nice. so we can we can drop those over the course of the episode just for good measure, uh, and I do like this one. You know, and this is you know obviously your families get together, you have a good time, you eat some food, watch some football, catch up on family stuff. But the Thanksgiving clapbacks are a hoot, uh, and it's like these hypothetical family member asks you this question and, and your response. So here's one: It says, uh, "Your aunt, you better watch how much you eat before you get fat." Me, why? You didn't. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. Thanksgiving clapback. <laughs> uh, some of them are fantastic. I mean, some of them. Some of them are tr- are totally trashy. Totally trashy. Low class. Ridiculous. Like crap. But a few of them are an absolute riot. And there's ton. I mean, there's Pinterest boards of them. It's all on Twitter. Just the hashtag Thanksgiving clapback. You will find all sorts of cheap entertainment. Really That's another good. One, oh, you want another one? All right. My aunt. You know, tattoos are a lifetime commitment. Me. But your marriage wasn't. 
Hashtag Thanksgiving clapback. <laughs> I, I, you know, actually, I, I think I might give you my favorite one, or one of my one of I shouldn't say my absolute favorite one, but one of my favorite ones. Okay, here you go, here you go, here you go. My aunt, why you got on uh, mixed match socks? Me, why all your kids got mixed match dads? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag Damn. Thanksgiving clapback, dude. <laughs> that one's ruthless, ruthless. <laughs> but I gotta tell you, it made me laugh. That's a, that almost leads itself into it, and then the fight started, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. You know, that's a pretty on point, uh, you know, clapback when it also rolls into it, and then the fight started. Joke. <laughs> pretty good. Say it again. I said that's phenomenal. Yeah, that that one's good, man. I like that one a lot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. I say, let, let's look it up with the Giants and the Chiefs, man. No, with the Giants and the Chiefs. <laughs> Although the Chiefs felt like they were undermanned, so maybe we do need to not go plural the with that one. The chefs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were the chefs. Like that's legit. And I wrote in my notes. I'm like, wait, there are actual highlights from this game. Yes, there are. <laughs> uh, an ugly football game. Any any game that ends twelve nine in overtime undoubtedly has some ug in it or some fug in it and this game certainly <laughs> did have that um i did like one uh, in the first quarter the giants pulled a fake punt for the first down on fourth and one that was nice and gutsy of course six plays later shane vereen on a halfback option in the red zone ends up throwing a pick womp womp don't worry the chiefs did return a favor alex smith had a shovel pass right in the thick of all this traffic and it gets hot potatoed and picked off uh, Giants drove for a touchdown on, on that on that one, uh, but they missed the extra point. Six zero Giants. Uh, you get to the fourth quarter; it's a six six tie game. Man, that's hot to trot right there. Six six tie game. Chiefs ball, second and ten from their own eighteen. Alex Smith drops back, totally overthrows the wide receiver, and Janoris Jenkins bags the pick. Sets up a Giants field goal. Nine six lead with under two minutes left. All right, Chiefs ball, about a minute twenty ish left on the clock. Uh, Smith had this massive gain to Kelsey, uh, and then a really, really nice quarterback run, and he ended up hurdling somebody, kind of going to the sideline, sets up a field goal, it's a 9-9 tie, tie game, and of course, welcome to OT. Uh, Chiefs do a grand total of jack squat, jack squat, with their possession. I was going to say, where's Chris Farley when you need him? <laughs> it's a good call. However, I don't have that soundboard open. But... Uh, Chiefs do nothing. Giants get the ball back. They have a fourth and six from their 36. Eli drops back and just totally lies up a floater to Roger Lewis. And if you don't know who Roger Lewis is, don't feel bad. <laughs> but Lewis somehow, like one of the highlights of the week, dude. Yeah, I mean, because he, he got, uh, there was defensive PI on the play. He's like somehow sliding forward, falling down. It's a really weird kind of like way to go down to the ground. Uh, but somehow he catches this ball. And keeps it from hitting the ground. I mean, it was it was an absolutely incredible catch, an yeah. absolutely incredible catch. Oh yeah. Uh, and Rosas bangs in the game winner, twelve nine. That was the fewest points scored by the Chiefs in two years, by the way, two years. So, and kudos to the Giants, man. Um, give them props for finding a way to win that. Uh, I mean, we've kind of dogged them a little bit, uh, deservedly so. Because they've, they've played like a bag of ass. You know, we have the old BSC meter. They've been raged out on the BSC meter, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, but the, I think the, the bigger issue here is 
well, number one, they beat the Broncos too. Should they just play the whole AFC West? Are they playing that conference? <laughs> Everybody in there this year, they might need that. Might help them out. Well, San Diego already got them. I don't know if they've played Oakland. <laughs> well, o- Oakland's not what they were either. But That's true. it's just it's weird to think that the Chiefs started out five and zero and we're just balling, dude. And now they've gone one and four in their last five, and really it becomes a question of of how do they recover and where do they go and. You know, part of the issue clearly is their defense. You know, they rank in, if I recall correctly, they rank in the bottom five in total defense, pass defense, rush defense, and they're dead last in uh, big plays allowed. And their offense has really been covering up for a lot of that. But as I said in my notes, not today, ISIS. <laughs> couldn't, cover, <laughs> couldn't cover up for it, man. Not not against the Giants. Just not enough big plays out of Kareem Hunt, um, Hill, Smith. I mean, Kelsey, insert who you want. And, you know, and it's perplexing because I, I really think they're better than that. Uh, again, I don't want to take anything away from the Giants. Kudos to them. They showed up. Their, their defense played well. That's an ugly game. And I, I really think the big question is, given the expectations, um, what the hell happened to the Chiefs or the Chefs? Running game's, running game's not going, man. I mean, that's uh, that's – it's it's Kansas City, it's Dallas. When the running game's going, that sets up the quarterback to, you know, sets up that play action to yeah. Kelsey uh, to go deep the hill, and it's just not working right now. And they gotta they gotta figure something out quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, their division stinks this year, and they have that time. I saw somebody saying they should go to their backup. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> Look at Buffalo, no, dude. <laughs> no, like you, you, you can't bring a rookie in this late and hope no. to get into the playoffs. It's uh, not yeah, going to no. work. I, so. I, that would be such a disservice to the uh, team. I mean, you, you can't do that, man. No, you can't do that. And Alex, Alex is a smart dude. He'll figure it out. Um, Andy Reid's a good offensive coach. They'll figure it out. They'll figure something out. But they got to get that running game going. Yeah. Do you think Whether some of this is just maybe Hunt hitting the ball? Could be. And, and maybe they need to like lighten the load a little bit and get you know two or three backs going at you know more carries, things like that. Um, I mean, I would like just, to believe that Andy Smith, uh, or excuse me, Andy Reid. Uh, I don't know where the hell did Andy Smith come from. I would uh, like to Alex be, Smith, Andy Reid. Well, close enough. <laughs> All right, Alex, I would like to believe that Alex Reed, F it, I'm going deep. Um, I would like to believe that uh, that Andy Reed, uh, you know, can can scheme some of this out. Uh, there's enough talent on that team on the oh, offensive yeah. side of the ball from the skill position oh, yeah. players. They're better than that. And you can give credit to the Giants on one hand and then go, given the body of work for the Chiefs over the last, you know, four or five weeks, and go, come on. I mean, so y'all, are, y'all are better than this. So maybe this is just one of those midseason stretches where teams have problems, and then they kind of you know figure it out and, and go from there. But the, they the, can talk to the Royals about slump busters. Yeah, they might need a couple slump busters. <laughs> they might they might need a few of those, for sure, for sure. I did, again, I, you know, I, I don't take anything away take anything away from the Giants. People have been ragging on them, dogging on them, and again, a lot of that they earned it. Uh, they deserved some of that for some of their efforts. But, you know, McAdoo came out and he talked about how they played like the, they were the team they're capable of being. He said, quote, feelings don't have anything to do with it. We played like the type of team that we're capable of playing. Uh, we played tremendous defense today. We were all over the field. We were flying around, running to the football. That was great to see. Special teams was big for us. Again, I can't say that enough. 
going against that offense, they have a lot of speed, a lot of lump in your throat returners. All right. So uh, clearly Kansas City needs to get their act together. Um, I don't, you know, Oakland, Oakland doesn't seem right. Now, granted, they got their ass handed to them by New England, uh, which I don't think should really be a shock to anybody. But Oakland should be better. Denver, Denver's not going anywhere, man. Uh, they just their offense is just their quarterback situation is trash. I mean, Vontae's perfect was over there giving Brock Osweiler a hug <laughs> at the end of that, you know, somewhere in that game. Although I think they may have been teammates. I think they may have been teammates in college, but you know, you, you figure Vontae's perfect's probably elbowing somebody more likely than giving him a hug and a you know a helmet pat. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you know, San Diego maybe. San Diego might be capable of a little bit of a run. That's probably the only team I, that the Chiefs should feel threatened by. But their yeah. their ceiling is pretty high. But they got to figure it out. Uh, defense is, is is obviously a cause for concern. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be troublesome. But that their their offense is what's gonna make up for that. It just hasn't done it as of late. So I, I, well, I would like to think that Andy Reid and Alex Smith. And the skill position players, they can get they can get it going again. And they're, I don't know if anybody has their schedule pulled up, but they're going to have to. It up right now. Yeah, they're going to absolutely, absolutely have to. So, well, uh, and one of the most interesting things to look at, like you guys were talking about Kareem Hunt, in the past five games, you know, they've gone one and four. Mm-hmm. He's only surpassed 80 yards rushing once. Mm. And, yeah. and he has zero touchdowns. He hasn't had a touchdown since week three. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a big drop-off. It's a big drop off, you know, but I, I mean, it was probably a, a bit much to ask for him to maintain the pace that he had out of the gate because he totally blew up, uh, you know, onto the scene. And, and maybe, you know, maybe they need to be mindful of the number of touches he has. But, you know, the, the offensive pop hasn't been there. And so part of that is, is that an issue with the players? Is it, is, is it an issue with the scheme or is it an issue with like play calling execution? Right. Uh, and maybe it's a mixture of all of that stuff. But. You know, I mean, Kareem Hunt was so ridiculous out of the gate. I'd like to believe that they can uh, figure that out. But, I mean, look, you got West. You got a lot of other people there, all right? So if you need to mix it up, mix it up. But it, clearly, I don't I don't think it's it's all a matter of, of Hunt. I mean, that's – maybe he has hit the wall, but there's enough people there. They should be able to find ways around that. Should. And they're definitely keeping his carries, though, because he's projected to have less than 300 carries on the season. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, yeah, I mean that, that that's probably reasonable. It's not like he's cracking. I forget what the magical mythical number of doom was, but I think it was around four hundred, four hundred five. Four hundred's the one where they. Uh, yeah, w- yeah. Once, once you start exceeding that, man, you're in like total highway to the danger zone, dude. Yeah, that's a bad way to go. Bad way All to right, go. You want a Kansas City schedule the rest of the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I just clicked on it. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> All right. They have Buffalo. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to find out as you go out there you're not going to amount to Jack Squat. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. All right, Buffalo at the Jets, Oakland at home, Chargers at home, Miami at home, at Denver. Mm -hmm. Very favorable schedule. AFC East and AFC West. That's all they uh-huh. got for the rest of the season. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, really, depending on what the Chargers do, that's probably Chargers and the Raiders. There you go. They're, those are your two really, really key ones. You know, I, I like the story of the Jets, man. Good for them. But I, I just I don't know how much faith I have in them. 
Bills are a mess. Dolphins are they're the <coughs> Dolphins, dude. And the Broncos, I think, are just you know brown down the tank this year. So yeah, that's a reason we. Although we did think it was a favorable matchup against the Giants, they blew that. Yeah. So. That's, yeah, that's that's not good. No, that that's a tough. I one. did have San Diego's schedule pulled up here, but my computer is being a punk. That's all right. Let's let's pull the let's pull the Chargers because they have the. Uh, I think the Chargers are at Dallas Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly. Yep. Yeah. So Chargers. Obviously, a, a team that historically is garbage at the beginning and gets, you know, rallies up pretty strong late. So they're at at Dallas on Thanksgiving, and quite frankly, they, they better hope uh, Dallas better hope the Tyron Smith is back, dude. I know he was in warmups, and some people said he looked decent, but they better hope that dude is back because uh, woof, Dak needs some help. Uh, <laughs> yes. Brown Browns aren't good, but they 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 play hard. Um, Redskins, Chargers. I mean, who knows what damn Redskins team you get? And then the Chiefs, then the Jets, and then the Raiders. So, yeah, I, I mean, Chargers can—they can make a push if they handle their business. They can—they can absolutely challenge the Chiefs. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Bills. So you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah. Buffalo. Seriously, Nathan Peterman. Seriously, seriously. I like this line from him, by the way. Quote, I've had tough games before, and Coach always says, you never lose, you learn. That will be my mindset going forward. I'm going to learn a lot from this and make sure that it never happens again. <laughs> Dude, you may not get the chance for that to ever happen again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just learned that you're not an NFL quarterback. Yeah, bro. bro. Well, I mean, it's early, to, it's early to pass judgment, but that that was bad, man. That was bad. Road matchup, dude. That that has to be like one of the worst debuts like ever for anybody in any era. I mean, that was just full on Buttsuck Express, BSE. It was just all garbage. So I guess I, what his QBR was? Zero point zero. Little higher than that, but <coughs> damn zero close. Point, zero point one? <laughs> point three. Well point three. That, that's pretty rough. <laughs> So nice. hey hey look he had he, he did have eleven completions granted six were to his team and five were to the other team but <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> look five five first half picks man five and the Chargers <laughs> the Chargers flat out whooped that ass dude yeah they did I mean fifty four to twenty four Tyrod Taylor obviously came back in and played and, and you know I said last week or this past weekend my God. Um, that I like Tyrod. I don't love Tyrod, but I like Tyrod. Uh, and they they did him wrong by benching him. I think that was a big. I think that was a big, big, big miscalculation. Um, but they probably got their answer for what they have. You know what I mean? And uh, that you know, Peterman needs some seasoning for sure. Um, he may not be your guy, but <laughs> well, I thought I'd read where on the season. Tyrod mm-hmm. had only thrown three picks the entire year. Mm-hmm. So by like past eight or nine, Peterman passed him. I mean, that that's awful. <laughs> I mean. Awful. Your quarterback's only thrown three picks <laughs> and he has a bad game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it, but come on, man. No, nah, that, like, that, that's one of those things where, you know, from a, perform, uh, from a performance standpoint, maybe you can make some degree of an argument for the past couple of weeks for Tyrod, but... Given you know, I mean, they were in the sixth spot. I, they're not now, if I recall correctly, but they were yeah. in they were in that spot. I think the Chargers may have taken that one from them. But 
you know, that's one of those things where you have to understand the pulse of your team. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, Tyrod had struggled, absolutely. And they have some other issues. But pulling, pulling him and benching him did not do your team any good. Now, had, had he gone in there and actually played well, okay, maybe you have an argument. But he was terrible. And now Tyrod has to come back in and try to bail him out. Yeah. So you, you may have really done your team chemistry a disservice. And, Tennessee and Baltimore are there in the playoff yeah, uh, yeah. wild and, cards right I mean, now. And Lord knows what Bal- what Baltimore really is. I, I don't know, but uh, they sure <laughs> did. You know, I, I tell you what, man. man. My uh, fantasy football high five to myself, by the way. In one league, I played the Chargers defense, picked them up as a free agent. Other league, uh, I played the Ravens defense, picked them up as a free agent. Hell yeah. <laughs> Nice. Got that one right. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've, I've whiffed on a lot of stuff this year. Not that one. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> so I'll take that as a win. Uh, that deserves another uh, Thanksgiving clapback. Them. Why you get a tattoo? The Bible says no. Me. The Bible says no on a lot of things y'all do. So hashtag Thanksgiving clapback. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we'll see. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know if they can recover from that. I don't know if if the Bills recover from that, and if they get down late year and they miss out on something because of one game, I don't know that they would have beaten San Diego. I'm not saying that would have happened, but they essentially guaranteed that they that they wouldn't. You know what yeah. I mean? So uh, that that game could prove to be very, very costly. Very costly. Random fun factoid, side note, in a fitting final tribute to the Atlanta Falcons blowing a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl, the Georgia Dome was imploded after, that's right, 28-3, minus 25 years. <laughs> 5,000 <laughs> 5, pounds of explosives and the salty tears of that Super Bowl loss, man. Boom, tough acting, ton acting. <laughs> what I did think was fantastic I don't know if you guys saw this. There was a cameraman that was set up, and he had a great angle, great, great, uh, you know, view of of the Georgia Dome. Did I call it the Superdome a minute ago? I meant the Georgia Dome. Uh, if I did, but anyway, the, the Georgia Dome. Hey, I'm just saying. He's going Hulk Hogan from WrestleMania 30 on us. Yeah, you never know. Yep. <laughs> what are you gonna do, man? But but the, but the Georgia Dome. He had a, a great, great position, great setup, and this Atlanta, you know bus the marta this bus rolls right in front of this dude right as this thing is blowing up and of course you know if if you had set up and staked out your spot got the right spot man you're getting your footage you want some good footage this guy didn't get that but that means we got this It was, it's like the bus was like, oh, the stadium's blowing up. Let's stop here in front of this camera guy. <laughs> it was hilarious. Unfortunately, that probably didn't translate in the podcast, <laughs> and that's okay, but it was great. Maybe what will translate in the podcast, uh, this probably won't either, but I love this as well. Somebody took the footage of the Georgia Dome getting imploded, and they lined it up, um, and they set it to the audio from the Super Bowl. 
and the George Dunham implodes. I do love social media sometimes, man. Occasion- I tell you what, man. That that camera dude, he may have gone Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. That, that's that's totally a Bill O'Reilly moment. That's true, man. That's true. I'll leave you with a. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. You know, somebody probably said, dude, dude, come on, bus. How do you fuck that up? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but he sure did, buddy. He sure did. did. He sure did. He sure did. Sure did, man. Anyway. Oh, oh, by the way, LeVar Ball, Donald Trump, are they going to be at WrestleMania? Oh, my God. I mean, you want to talk about one of the stupidest things of the weekend? One of the stupidest things. Weekend. Year. Okay. Yeah. One of the dumbest things, dude, is the Varball and Donald Trump going at it. Are you freaking kidding me? You freaking kidding me? That's what this crap is reduced to? Those two knuckleheads? Maybe I shouldn't be surprised. Maybe I shouldn't be surprised. No, you shouldn't be because it's good marketing for freaking the LeVar well, brand. I got I got to give LeVar credit for one thing. He knows how to keep his name front front side in the media, dude. Yeah, he does. Sure, he he if he knows anything. He knows how to do that. But I love the reaction. Uh, obviously, um, you know, Trump claimed that he helped get Leangelo, you know, and, and the UCLA players out of some issues with that shoplifting thing. And I still think they're such idiots for doing that. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, Ball comes out and basically, like, you know, is like, whatever. <laughs> what did you actually do, Donald Trump? What was Trump over there for? Don't tell me nothing. Everybody wants to make it seem like he helped me out. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, again, this is such a bizarro scenario. But I love some of the Twitter reactions to it. That's where it's really fun. Uh, here's one. Anyone who had Donald Trump getting Leangelo Ball out of Chinese jail this year can collect their winnings now. Like that one. LeVar Ball versus Donald Trump is the epic clash of the intellectual titans that America deserves. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and then this is where it's great. There's a 30 to 40% chance this Trump Ball thing ends up with both of these men cutting promos at each other on Raw. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty Basically. fantastic. That'd be pretty fantastic. So, completely ridiculous and uh, super stupid. Anyway. Let's get back to actual football. <laughs> Let's get back to actual football. Oh, uh, actually, you know what? I got one more joke for you. And I don't. Well, I have more than one more joke, but I like this joke. Thanksgiving in particular. Okay, so I was at Walmart earlier, and a lady was looking at frozen turkeys, but she couldn't find one big enough. So she asked the stock boy, um, "Did these turkeys get any bigger?" He replied with a straight face. No, ma'am. They're dead. <laughs> made my <them a> week. <laughs> Stupid. 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 But made me laugh. Made me laugh. All right. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Or what game you guys want to tackle next, man? You want to go Redskins Saints? You want to go Vikings yeah, let's Rams? Go let's go Saints, Redskins, and then Vikings Saints. Or okay. uh, Vikings Rams. <laughs> All right. 
So Saints Redskins. Uh, oh man, I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Annoying. Look, man, this is one of those games um, that, as a neutral observer, you're probably like, "Yeah, that's pretty great. What, what a comeback! That's exciting!" Woo! As a fan of the team that ate their ass on that one, not not particularly satisfying. <laughs> I joked around about, hey, this is the kind of deal where the Redskins will find a way to you know, beat the Saints and then they'll probably find a way to lose to the Giants. Well, now they've lost to the Saints. So if they find a way to lose to the Giants, eh, you might stick a fork in them. I mean, it's already a, a massively uphill battle. They got a ton of, they have all kinds of injury problems. And they lost Chris Thompson in this game, which is just brutal because that dude is electric. That's a shame. I have to give kudos to the Saints. I have to. You know, I can't take that away from them. But I can't look at the Redskins and just be like, for freaking real, dude? Seriously? Because that's how I felt. You have to go back to that soundbite. Which one? <laughs> how do you how do you F that up? Yeah. Legit. Legit. Dear Washington Redskins. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> Where there's a redskin, there's a way, buddy. <laughs> redskins so, are redskin. Yeah, it's just obnoxious. I mean, look, they're, they're a decent team. And, you know, in, in, a, in a big chunk of the game, man, they'll play a lot of people tough. They'll play a lot of people tight. But there's something about the last couple of minutes of halves. I mean, this team just melts down. They have problems. I mean, you saw that at the end of the second, like late in the second quarter, man. It's a 17-10 Redskins lead. They line up for a 51-yard field goal. Freaking Lyman just flinches, dude. Penalty. Poof. So they punt. Saints end up driving down for their own field goal to make it 17-13 at the half. Well, look, I'm not saying that the dude makes the field goal. 51 is kind of long. But a boo-boo, and they get end up giving up points. Third right. quarter, um, again, the Chris Thompson thing, he got, he got rolled up by a Saints defender. Um, who was tackling a, a, a scrambling Kirk Cousins, man. Fractured fibula is done for the year. Huge blow. I'm glad it's not, you know, like, uh, you know, torn ACL or anything like that with his knee. It still sucks. Still sucks. As you go through this game and you get later, man, it, it's just a, a couple of things. <laughs> I don't always like, or I don't always like mis mistimed aggressiveness. Uh, I will give I will give the Redskins some props for uh, after the Thompson injury, it's fourth and one at their own 15, and they went for the fake punt. That was gutsy, man. That yeah. was real gutsy. And now it's Paul to get the first down on that on the direct snap. That was gutsy. And, you know, Kirk Cousins, I know he gets a lot of grief for a lot of different things. Maybe he deserves some of it. I don't think he deserves all the grief he gets, okay? Because he does enough that you go, but there's upside to this guy. I mean, they can win with him. Right? He balled, man. He, he balled. He, you know, he should have gotten the call. He balled. He should have got the call. But nope, <laughs> that was Ingram and Kamara. They're, they're the ones that balled and got to go and got some t-shirts. But uh, Redskins drive down, man. Cousin stays in the pocket. He gets absolutely just blasted. But he fired off a forty-yard touchdown to Ryan Grant, who walked that in. Was thanks. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, that was, <laughs> I mean, he stood in the pocket and took that thing, dude. Um, That's blown coverage, man. But they get the touchdown, 24-13. Redskins lead. Fourth quarter, it's thirty-one sixteen. Redskins have the leads, looking pretty good. It's right around you know six minutes. You got to feel like you have a pretty good shot to win, and I think most of the percentages 
we're in the high 90s for people to do analytics I, I think you had mentioned that ESPN had a thing where their probability of winning was like 99-ish percent and it should have been 99.6 99.6 I mean that's crazy the breeze hits Josh Hill uh, for a red zone touchdown to make it 31-23 Saints D holds <coughs> Redskins punt so Saints ball with under two minutes to go uh, breeze drops back for a moment, I'm like, yes, they're going to end this thing because Kendall Fuller gets the interception. But no, hold, hold, hold uh, on, what? Um, on that skins possession, is uh-huh. that the one where they had like the third and one, and if they'd gotten the first and, down, they would have ended the yeah, game. Yeah, and, and P Ryan got stopped. Yeah. Okay, sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it's okay because um, it's another piece where they just didn't quite get it done. I was going to get to some of that other stuff, but yeah, yeah, uh, that should gotcha. have been the one. You know, Kendall Fuller looks like he's going to get the pick, seal the game, shut it down. Game over. Uh, both players had a little slap and tickle, but it was, you know, Fuller's pinky that got kind of stuck in Coleman's face mask. So that interception gets wiped out due to the penalty. Uh, Saints march on downs, first and 10 from the 18. Uh, Breeze throws to Kamara, who for, somehow bobbles the damn ball, but still manages to bring that damn thing in in the middle of four freaking defenders, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, for like, oh, he bobbled, he's going to drop it. Nope. <laughs> Holds on to it and still gets through the defenders. Crazy. Plus, he gets a two-point conversion. Tie ball game. So, <laughs> annoying. Redskins get the ball back. Drive down to the Saints 34. Looking pretty good. Long field goal should be makeable. All right, maybe they can get some of the yardage. Right? I mean, it's first and 10. They got around 30-ish seconds left. You know, fine. You can do a couple of things. Cousins takes the snap and just immediately throws it towards the sideline. Because there's supposed to be somebody there. Except there's not. Because the wide receiver ran the wrong route. Now, originally, that started off as a run play. Originally. But the kicker, you know, in the moment when I was watching that, I'm like, okay. Oh, well. No big deal. Didn't convert. Second down. Just keep on going. Next thing you know, there's a flag. Intentional grounding. It's a 10-second runoff. I'm like, what in the hell happened? What the hell? I feel like this is this is the thing that really bugs me. <laughs> we watch a lot of football, guys. Mm-hmm. What we yep. saw in that moment, and again, I don't want to take any. I, I, this is I don't want to take stuff away from the Saints, man. Good on them, right? That being said, that was an absolutely atrocious call in that moment. Not Horrible. only did they lose yardage, right? <laughs> But it's the wrong call. It's the wrong call, dude. It's the wrong call. And the league admitted it because they called up the Redskins and were like, hey, y'all, sorry. We, we made the wrong call. Yeah, because that. Wow, really? <laughs> I mean, no kidding. <clears throat> uh, look, intentional grinding's a real deal. I totally get that, man. But the rule says intentional grounding will be called when a passer facing an imminent loss of yardage due to pressure from the defense throws a forward pass without a realistic chance of completion. All right, nobody was sacking that dude. Nobody was draped all over him. He didn't have a blitzer up in his grill. He had none of that. That clearly was a quick play because he hikes it, takes it, throws it. I think it's pretty evident that he expected somebody to be over there. Broken route. Which, still, 
I mean, if they're going to start calling that, you might as well just, you know, when quarterbacks spike the ball, you might as well just, there's no, no one's going to catch the ball. I mean, doesn't even make it past the line of scrimmage. He's still in the pocket. If that, I mean, you know, true that might as well, might as well just call, call it for that too. It, 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 it was a terrible call, man. I know some people have tried to defend it. That's you can, you know, if you want to argue it that way, you can, but we see that every, every week we see that. And it's not called that way. That was, I mean, it was clearly a broken play. I yeah. mean, the receiver obviously got his <clears throat> routes mixed up, and it, it was just obvious well, that that's what that was. There was some miscommunication there, and it kind of goes back into the Redskins having problems late in halves, and that's fair criticism. That, that itself is, is definitely fair criticism. But the league admitting that Walt Coleman got the call wrong doesn't help them now. I mean, the difference in their record <laughs> with where they're at, the injuries that they have, trying to make a push to the playoffs, and yeah, that 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 loss is huge. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk Cousins says, "Quote the letter to Bruce Allen or whatever they do to say we're sorry, wrong call, or whatever it may be." You know, it's tough because there's nobody bringing that up in February and March when we're making decisions about which direction to go with the organization. That kind of, that's the kind of thing that we appreciate the clarification, but it really didn't do much. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> apparently that was a de- that, that was a design run, um, and this is from Cousins. He said the play was a design run, but Gruden killed it when he saw the defense, and you know. So Cousins obviously wants to save some time. They don't, they don't have any timeouts, so. You know, he says, quote, if we want to throw it, we'd call a pass. I'm at the line of scrimmage. I see Jay kind of on the sidelines, and I see what I think to be in the noise. I mean, I can't really hear him, but I see him say throw it. And I'm assuming what he meant is the play's dead. The run's not going to work. If anything, we're going to lose yards. And right now on the 34 line, yards are precious. I'm thinking, well, Crowder and Dotson are over there. If I literally just throw it over their heads, they're in the area. They're eligible receivers. Not to mention, if I'm not under pressure, it's not intentional grounding because I'm not really at risk of a sack so I can throw it in their general direction, and because I'm not under pressure and because they're in the area, it won't matter. But you saw what happened. Again, they had some other things go on in that game. But that call, that call was crap. That call was crap. Now, Vernon Davis not being able to make a catch at overtime, that sucked. All right, that sucked. Third, third and one for Piran minus one, that sucked. All right. But some of the things that happen in the NFL, dude, when people get frustrated, when people get frustrated about there's certain things you're just like, seriously, come on, y'all. It was like when they were coming out and trying to make some defense of, of like the, the catch. I still don't know why it's so hard to figure out what the hell the catch is. What was it? Seattle, Arizona. I don't remember who it was. Oh, yeah. But I mean, dude took yeah. like dude took like four steps, maybe five. I don't know. A, a, a more than two. Making a football move. Gained uh, a chunky yardage. Looked like a fumble to me, but they ruled it incomplete. It's just weird, man. Certain things are just weird. And when you feel like a team, <laughs> I understand there's a certain degree of variance with home teams and re- uh, officiating crews, and I understand that. I understand that. But when <laughs> when you look at certain plays unfold and you're like, how how did they call that? How does that make sense? What on earth just happened? 
in a pivotal moment, in a pivotal time, they make that call? Look, Redskins may have lost that game anyway. But you don't have to, you don't you don't have to essentially screw the team out of the opportunity. That's what that felt like. It was weird yeah. in the moment. I was like, "What just happened?" And again, the Redskins they they've dug a little bit of their own grave with their dysfunction late in games. That's fair criticism and fair commentary. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And and I hate to like lean on the refs. I hate to do that. But that's one of those things we talked about the perfect storm with Auburn. We talked about that the other week, right? So you have the mistakes the Redskins make, what I clearly believe is a bad call, and then the Saints just balling out, dude. Saints just balling out. So, you know, the Saints got the calls, got the bounces, made the plays, and they stole that W. They snatched that W. Yeah. Look, it's a brutal loss for that's a brutal loss for the Redskins. It, it's a good win for the Saints, man. And you know, well, they started zero and two. They've they've won eight games in a row since then. I, I want to say you know, I don't think anybody else has done that in the Super Bowl era. All right, no, it's a pretty significant thing. And Ingram and Kamara, man, they, they've they've been they've been playing out of their minds, dude. Fifteen rush touchdowns this season is the most in the NFL. And again, kudos to the Saints, man, to not just mail it in down thirty, you know, thirty-one sixteen in around six minutes. They found a way to pull that off. They got a little help, but they found a way to pull that off. Kudos to them. You know, Breeze passed for 385 yards, two touchdowns, and he was 11 of 11 for 164 yards and his two touchdowns on those final two possessions of regulation. See, that's the thing that makes them dangerous. Like, they have that running game and that mm-hmm. defense, but if they need Drew to get them over the hump, man, I mean, he's yeah. one of, what, two or three guys in the league that can do that. Yeah. Other than Brady and Rodgers, and Rodgers ain't playing. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we'll see him again I mean, this year. But go he, ahead, he's one of those quarterbacks you have to take account. You, you got to take account for him, no matter what. You yep. cannot just play, just pass, or just run. Especially no. with this team now. Especially with the way Kamara has just come on yeah. and been absolutely amazing. So yeah, this team is, I would say, probably the one of the very few teams I think that's going to give Philadelphia fits if they play each other in the playoffs. They may. They may. Uh, you know, having a run game that strong, yeah, it takes a, little, takes a little of that, you know, having to lift the heavy lumber off a breeze. But I, he hasn't fallen off. I mean, he's up there too. I mean, Brady's up there. Breeze is up there. Breeze is still quite capable and, and quite, you know what I mean? That's a, that's oh, yeah. a damn fine quarterback. Okay? But for him to not have to do that all the time, to have a run game like that makes him, to me, makes him more lethal, right? Because they can't just key in on him. And, uh, you know, again, kudos to the Saints, man. Impressive comeback. Impressive. You can call that a collapse by the Redskins. That's that's reasonable. Um, again, some other things factored into that, but, you know, uh, a stand here, a catch there, a play here, not screwing this up, better play call, better use of whatever they could have sealed that game or at least held on to it. They didn't. So, you know, every year there's teams that just seem to have the vibe and the mojo and we'll see if it translates into the postseason. Uh, but the saints definitely have a little bit of that, that, uh, what do we call them before? Joe poo. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the saints have some of the Joe poo, man. They do. 
<laughs> the Redskins definitely don't. They got more poo. <laughs> I don't know about Joe Poo. They got poo. You think about the way they lost to Minnesota, uh, some other games where they've just, you know, they play a team tough, but they just, they don't have enough. You know, they, they just don't have enough. I give them credit for having fight in them. And the the Redskins are making teams earn it. But I can still, I'm still disappointed. Uh, sports brew chat was kind of funny in the midst of all this. We were in a, <laughs> I, I watched a lot of games like behind. Um, so I have to really <coughs> avoid the chat and I have to avoid looking at fantasy. I got to avoid a lot of stuff. So it's not always easy to do, but I try to watch the games really quickly so that I can get live, live in a hurry. So in the sports brew chat, once I started reading, I, I went backwards and I was reading with people were writing and, uh, Mark was having a good old time, man. I didn't realize he was a Saints fan. Um, <laughs> so in there, I mean, there were so many D stat woos. I think he should have been flagged for excessive celebration. It was crazy. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe. Um, but look, man, you got an untimely penalty for hands of the face. Uh, defense gave up crazy big plays. Another terrible end of, of end of a half. Uh, the lame-ass intentional grounding penalty and when they were really, I mean, long field goal, but in field goal range. Just bag of barf, dude. Just a bag of barf. Good on the Saints. Neutral observer. Pretty compelling finish. Redskins fan. Heinous. Just, just heinous. And I think that's the first win for the Saints after trailing about 14 or more in the fourth quarter in their franchise's history. Damn. So... Yeah, I mean, it was tough. That was that. That's going to be a bitter one to swallow. Uh, Redskins are going to be, you know, certainly up against it. I don't know if it's full on despair mode, but you know, at some point, yeah. What was it, Bill Parcells? You are what your record says you are. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just they're not a winning team. They find ways to lose. They find ways to lose. They make ways to lose. So they have to own that. Giant Giants on Thursday, Thursday night. Oh my God! If they lose to the damn Giants, <laughs> <laughs> you won't live that one day. Probably not. Got the Giants at home. Then they play the Cowboys. Then the Chargers. Then the Cardinals. Then the Broncos. Then the Giants. So, opportunity space depending on which team shows up. But they got to beat the Giants. If it, to me, if they if they yeah. lo- if they lose to the Giants on Thanksgiving, it's it's that's a downward slide. Downward slide. Not that and I think it's going to be a brutal podcast, dude. Oh my god, Mark! <laughs> look, Mark, Mark will show up for that one. <laughs> you know that. Yeah, he'll we'll show up for that one. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. If you luck out, he'll just go uh, old grandpa and fall asleep like he did before. Like he the might. Night. He might. He might. Old Enti- <laughs> entirely possible. <man. laughs> oh my god. I hope. I hope they don't. I hope they don't lose to the damn Giants on Thanksgiving. That's gonna make my Thanksgiving suck. <laughs> You're gonna be uh, all full and fat and happy, and next thing you know, you see that. Yeah, I can't only imagine how you'd feel after that. Uh, uh, I I really think that what's the, you know the most likely scenario is that the Redskins win some games 
And then it's that last one, that last <laughs> one at the end of the season. That's the one where they're going to break my heart. If they go ahead and just lose on Thanksgiving and be like, all right, well, at least I don't have to worry about the rest of the year. We'll see what they do. <laughs> but if they beat them and, and you know, they kind of tease people with a little bit of hope, depending on how the other games kind of break. Because um, they're still mathematically alive. They're not eliminated. Uh, of course, that being said, the Cleveland Browns aren't eliminated either. <laughs> now, granted, as of us recording this podcast, I need 46 things that have to happen to make the playoffs. It is not likely. All right, it's not likely, but there's still it's still possible the Browns could make the playoffs at six and ten. <laughs> uh, Dean Wormer has those odds. Although, can you can you imagine how much rage face people would have if the damn Browns made the playoffs at six and ten? Uh, you'd find someone somewhere who made that bet. D stat. D stat. D stat. So, uh, you know, it, it, unfortunate. I, it, I think the Redskins played pretty well to go to New Orleans. I thought they showed up and, and they balled pretty hard. Uh, got away from, uh, in, in certain scenarios, uh, in the first half, certainly in the second half. Certainly into that. Decent team. Team's got some fight in it. But they just don't, I don't know. They just don't get it done, man. You got, you got to learn. There's a difference between being a team that finds ways to win versus being a team that finds ways to lose. And they're they're still treading they're still treading in fond ways to lose land, you know they yeah, might just it, they, they, it they, felt like they outplayed them the entire game and it just New Orleans just snuck in and took it from them. Mm-hmm. It's the classic snatch defeat from the jaws of victory kind of thing. Oh yeah, you know, and it, I mean it, it, it's too bad, it's too bad. But you know, kudos to the Saints, good on y'all, and I, I like the Saints going forward, but. Still, it would have been nice to have that W. That's just so critical for the rest of the year. So critical. Uh, anyway, anybody else got any thoughts as far as <laughs> that bag of crap? Uh, no. No? All right. Not really. Uh, speaking of uh, bags of crap, by the way, Oakland Raiders, looking at you. Got your ass handed to you. 33-8 to eight down in uh, you know, Mexico, buddy. That was terrible. Terrible, terrible at Aztec Stadium. Too much Stadium. tequila. Yeah. Fun factoid: Tom Brady became the first quarterback with 300-yard games in three countries. <laughs> so, good lord! Yeah, England and Mexico. I mean, why not? Why, why not have some extra records? Why not? Cause Cause Tom, he doesn't need any more records. <laughs> yeah, because Tom Brady needs more records, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, dude, short short throws, long throws, audibles, sign language with Danny Amendola. I mean, it just didn't matter. They just kept on hitting stuff. MVP, man. Yeah. Uh, no, this is one of those years, given <laughs> for all the people that wanted to write him off because of his age, I, I, I don't know how you argue against him as MVP other than you just don't want to give it to him. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's not that's not a good argument. It's not. But that's the classic... He's doing what he should be doing. He's Tom Brady. He's got a million rings and all these stats. He doesn't need the MVP. <laughs> Not going to give it to him. But to be his age. See, I, don't, I just don't like that argument, man. I think it's a crap argument. Um, it is. You know, uh, uh, Wentz has been tremendous. There's, there's always people that are tremendous. But think about what Brady means to that team. And, and 
I'd have to pull his stats up, but I mean, the, the guy has just been absolutely gangbusters this year. What does he have? Two picks this year? Yeah, twenty some odd touchdowns wow. and two picks. I mean, I mean that's just I mean, filthy. Like Wentz is playing great, but he's got that good running game. Like they ran for two fifteen on Dallas. Who has Wentz more? Who, who has more running backs that they use? New England or Philadelphia? That's a good question. Good Philly's luck. trying to catch him, I think. Yeah, good luck getting that one right. Good luck getting that one right. Uh, 13 straight row win for the Patriots, by the way. The second longest streak in NFL history. And fun factoid, random side note. Uh, maybe the Raiders should have kept uh, Bill Musgrave as their offensive coordinator. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Raiders offense, by the way, in 2016, they were 12-4, 26 points per game, plus 16 turnover differential. Uh, so far this year, uh, the Raiders are 4-6, and six, uh, averaging – about 20 and a half, so minus five and a half there, and a minus nine turnover differential. Big difference. Big difference. That Goskowski team. with a 62 yarder. He could have made that damn thing from 70. Oh, uh, yeah. Are you kidding? Are Get you kidding? Air. Holy cow. Yeah. I mean, just, just ridiculous. And, and Brady had a, had a great throw 64 yard pitch and catch with Brandon Cooks, man. Just filthy. Just filthy. But even when the Raiders actually had some hope, it just ended up blowing up in their face a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, cause they drove down. I think it was in the, I think it was in the second quarter. They drove down and I want to say it was Seth Roberts yep, um, yep. inside the five. And, and instead of, you know, just uh, go down, he's fighting for extra yards <laughs> with, with people draped all over him and, and the, and the Patriots end up popping the ball out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, the Raiders had all three timeouts. Yeah. You all mean, he had to do was just go down. Just go down, dude. Use one of the timeouts and then regroup, and then hopefully you go in 14-7. Instead, yeah. you go down 17-zip. Because uh-huh, the Patriots, you know, get the ball, and that's when you get the monstrous-ass field goal out of Guskowski. I mean, it's just, you know, the Raiders are just overmatched, man. I mean, you had people in that stadium chanting Tom Brady's name. And and I, I, love, the, I love the picture of him walking down – and I forget who had it, but they said it looks like Tom Brady's going to a steel cage match. <laughs> <coughs> I laughed, but I mean he—he's—he's he's just balling. I mean he's balling like such a champ, and I know it's yeah. easy to hate him. I get that. I—I I, I totally get it. I totally get it. But that guy is playing some incredible football at his age, and I, I just don't know how. I don't. I, you know what? What's the argument for him to not be MVP? You know, he has an, a passer rating of 110.8 under pressure. Only six quarterbacks have a better passer rating when kept clean. He's <laughs> one of them, by the way. Okay? He leads the league in passing by, I don't know, three or 400 yards, man. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just ridiculous. With the way that defense played early season and he, it, it was all on him, you know, to win those games and then... Now that they've figured it out, I mean, it's just it's just a deadly combo right now. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, well, here, here's one of the greatest compliments you can pay a quarterback. You know what I mean? Like like Peyton Manning over his career, by the time you yeah, – there was just a point you said Peyton Manning you – know, people talk about the offensive coaches, the offensive system, the OC, this, that, that, this. Peyton Manning was the system. Yeah. It's, I mean, he was. And you oh, bet yeah. you bet your ass – that Tom Brady, he's the system. All right, that's not to discount his relationship with Belichick um, or the OCs or the players, but given how long he's been in the league, how much he prepares, 
that's mastery of the offensive side of the ball. You know what I mean? Uh, he is he is the system. Yeah. That and and that's the, to me that's the greatest compliment you can pay that kind of quarterback. Peyton Manning. It was true for him. It's true for Brady. You want to go old school? Fine. Johnny Unitas, man, he was a system dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there are just guys that that's what they are. They <clears throat> Joe Montana was the freaking system. Okay, that doesn't take away from Walsh or anybody. It, it doesn't take away from the coaching staff, but it, it's just they have that relationship with the team, with the offense, with the coaches, but they are the critical cog in the wheel. Okay? Peterman and Buffalo, not the system. <laughs> okay? <laughs> not the system. And, He's the problem. Give, yeah. And to give you an idea of the type of season Brady's putting together right now, if he continues at the pace he's going, he will become the oldest quarterback to ever throw for 5,000 yards. Right now, that's held by Peyton. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I mean do you expect it to not happen? It's I mean, like, happen. I mean, I, I expect it to happen. And unless something really strange, unless he gets hurt, unless he gets hurt, if he's out there playing every every game, I mean, what's the over-under on that, right? I mean, I, I'm, I'm taking it because I think he's going to do it. Well, and currently uh, New England's the number two seed, and you know Brady wants that one seed. So he's going to want to play. Of course. Well, they meet up in week 15, so it'll be settled. Yeah. Pittsburgh and New England. I still can't believe Watch out for Jacksonville. I still can't believe Mark fell asleep, dude. Grandpa. Hey, Mark. Fail. You know who five year olds doing falling asleep. Know, yeah, right? come on, man. So like his his football team, his football team doesn't choke. But he does? I mean, seriously? And Whitfield, I mean, he didn't we didn't even hear a peep out of that guy. That's okay. We didn't hear a damn peep out of the Packers offense either. <laughs> oh well, that's That's true. That's terrible. You get sacked six times and give it away five times. That's and get a, shut out at home. Yeah. At home, since oh six, yeah, at home. And that's only because Favre got hurt in that game, if I remember correctly. To the freaking Ravens! <laughs> what the hell, dude? If you didn't realize this, by the way, third shutout of the season for the Ravens. Right, last time they accomplished that was uh, I am not putting this year's Ravens team in this category. That's not what I'm saying. But third shot out of the season for the Ravens, the last time they accomplished that was the Ray Lewis-led defense that had four shutouts for the Super Bowl-winning team in 2000. And the last NFL team to have three was New England in 2003. So good accomplishment on their defense, but it was Brett Hundley. I don't know how much that really counts, right? Yeah, <laughs> and let's look at the other two teams they did it to. The Bengals. Yeah, yeah. Bungles and yeah. the Dolphins. Yeah, it looks like they're taking advantage of the quarterback play there. That's what you exactly. got to do. That's what you got to do. Did you <laughs> – Yeah, we like to talk about people messing the bed. Did you see that picture of the lineman that looked like he peed himself? <laughs> Probably did. He, he yeah, may have. Likely. He, he like legitimate looked like he just uh, – who was it? Was it Mark Slareth that used to piss himself? 
Yes. What? What did? What did Mark Schlereth? Schlereth would always talk about. He he would pee his pants. Yeah, Mike Daniels. There it is, Mike Daniels, man. Yep. Wet his pants during a shutout, twenty-three to zero loss to the Ravens. I yep. mean, they could be like some of these coaches or whatever that take a piss on the sideline, but then they get in trouble for peeing in a cup. Yeah, I know. Well, you can't make everybody happy. Exactly. You I mean, can't. whatever. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me, let me, oh, here you go. <laughs> My aunt. That's your third plate. Me. That's your third husband. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Thanksgiving clapback. Nice. Here you go. Here you go. Uncle, you need to raise that GPA. Me. You need to raise your kids. <laughs> Hashtag Thanksgiving clapback. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I like this one. This one ought to be. Yeah. I just want to save that comment, but I like this one. Grandma, what happened to your girlfriend? Me. Same thing that happened to your teeth. Gone. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Thanksgiving clapback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so dumb so dude so dumb so dumb so dumb i'm telling you man am i like that yeah i like yeah kirk cousins man heck yeah oh when i'm to sleep so i get for not playing any music for a while the snark is strong with that yeah yeah thanksgiving clapback man those things are legit dude like that's right that's right get out of here we do like that. Uh, I want me some glory. Well, Jerry Jones, brother, your team ain't getting no glory hole for a while. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, yeah. Ravens, Ravens, Packers ass whooping. That was just atrocious. Um, side note, this is the, like the only note. Well, I have like two notes from this game. Number one, Bengals Broncos 2017. Who really cares, right? But fun factoid, Drake Kirkpatrick had a 101-yard interception return that didn't result in a touchdown. <laughs> how do you go? How do you do that? How do you go over a hundred yards and not get a touchdown? Right? Didn't go high and tight with the ball, man. Ball security. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> Pretty easily, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder if you're gonna let the rest of that roll through or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you got to. Sometimes you got to. Uh, only other thing that, that really kind of stood out to me from that game, I don't know if you saw this, but the audio is not good, so I'm going to play it, but it's, uh, it's a little tough. It's a little tough, so uh, I'll crank it up when I do the, uh, the podcast cleanup edit thing, but hopefully you guys can hear it. And this is uh, Brock Osweiler uh, with a pre-snap call. You probably can't hear that at all, but basically he's looking at – He's just like – no! God damn it! No! <laughs> Look at the defense. <laughs> <I heard> that. <laughs> That's what I thought I heard. That's what I yeah. laughing. Yeah. Brock Osweiler, buddy. The Bengals weren't able to secure the tackle, so the first down was God picked up. It. There is a first down. Thank you, Brock. Thank you, Brock. Add that into the uh, Bill O'Reilly thing. Yeah. Here you go. Family member. Uh, what are your grades looking like? Me. What's your credit score looking like? <laughs> Hashtag Thanksgiving cockbrock. I'm just kidding. Clap back. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. Quick 
tip of the cap to Larry Fitzgerald moving into fifth all time on the receiving yardage list. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and coming so back next year. Key. Coming back next year. Yeah, mm-hmm. signing a one-year contract. I don't know why he's signing to stay in uh, Arizona. Go home to Minnesota, dude. <laughs> Go home to Minnesota. Pretty oh. sure he'll be third on the list by the end of the season. No. How many? How um? You got the yardage list there, Randy? Let me check real quick. I knew he was like only like a hundred yards off between getting up to third. But let's see. Okay. Good old Larry Fitzgerald. NFL. Oh, Uncle, stop going in and out of the house. Me, stop going in and out of prison. Thanksgiving clap back. Hmm. That's terrible. What are those? Oh, (laughs) Aunt. Mm hmm. I wasn't drinking when I was 16. Me. You can't drink when you're pregnant. (laughs) Hashtag Thanksgiving clap back.
But if he approached the game like Larry Fitzgerald approached the game with what his talent was, what kind of numbers would he have put up? I mean, you're just, talking about potentially maybe even catching up to Rice. I mean, He'd still it, be playing. It, it, Randy Moss was absolutely insane. You know, I loved that guy. I wish he had ended up in Green Bay for a little period of time with Favre. That would have been a lot of fun. Uh, that would have been a lot of fun, but didn't. Anyway, uh, kudos to the Vikings. Um, they locked down the Rams' number one rated offense. It was an impressive performance. It was a good statement game for Minnesota. Um, they only got two sacks on golf, but they were all over that dude. Um, the Rams, a little bit bumpy, uh, had some moments, had some opportunities, did not capitalize. Uh, in the second quarter, it was 7-7. Rams were driving. Golf hit Cooper Cup inside the 10. Uh, Cup was trying to get in, into the end zone. Uh, nopes. Anthony Harris stripped the ball out of there and recovered it inside the 5. And then later on, you know, the Vikings the Vikings pulled away late. Uh, Latavius Murray plowed in for a touchdown to make it 14-7. And then Cup butterballed another pass on third and 10. Uh, Vikings, this was one of, this was a great play in the fourth quarter is Vikings ball. Second and 10 from the 35 Keenum hits Thielen, uh, and he comes back to make the grab. And then he just, he just takes off dude, 65 yard touchdown. And I don't know if, if the defense just didn't respect that dude's speed or what <coughs> it was that, that good of a play torched him, just torched him. Um, it was 21 to seven at that point. So look, I, you know, I love the Teddy Bridgewater story. We've talked about it. But I don't know how you sit Keenum. I, I, I just don't think you can take – I mean, he clearly has good chemistry with the receivers. The team is playing well. Um, I, I just – I mean, how do you how do you sit that guy? You can't. You, you can't. And it's – and honestly, it's not even fair to Teddy to just be like, oh, I'm going to go throw you in after not playing for like two years. Yeah. Like, you just, you just can't do that. And this is the right thing. Like, let him study with Case – you know, let him get acclimated back to the game, and then if something happens to Case, Teddy will be ready. Yeah. Otherwise, you stick with the hot hand. Oh, Teddy will be ready. Look, your poet didn't even know it. Hey. Huh. Boom. Not bad. Uh, why don't we need to wrap up and get the hell out of here? Um, yeah. And yeah, Bridgewater. We'll see. I, I hope to see that guy on the field, but you know, if Keenum's playing that well, man, you got to run. Uh, but kudos to the Vikings defense. Held the Rams to a season low in points with seven. Uh, rush yards, 45, and third down percentage at 27.3. They, they did a, a bang-up job on that. Keenan was 27-38 to 38 for 280 yards uh, and a touchdown. He's 6-2 and two as a starter. And I tell you, you know, think about the quarterback issues the Vikings have had, just from Bridgewater to, you know, dealing with Keenum, and then uh, why can't I think of, of homeboy, the bad knees guy? I can't think of the dude's name. Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. Yeah. I mean, you know, they've been trying to get some answers for that for a while, and they just keep rotating around. But, you know, kudos to kudos to Keenum, man. Um, last thing, let's just wrap up with this game because <laughs> it, it's pretty close to putting a wrap on the Cowboys season. Pretty close. We may not be there yet, but we're getting there. Eagles 37, Cowboys 9, although quite honestly, it, it felt worse than that. I mean, the first half was, stayed pretty tight, uh, to be fair, and, and you got to give the Cowboys some credit for the start of the game. They get no credit for how they finished the game, though. All right, the <laughs> the Eagles outscored the Cowboys thirty-two nothing in the second half. The last two games, by the way, last two games, Cowboys have been outscored forty-seven to nothing in the second half. <laughs> forty-seven to nothing. Okay, so y- 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 <laughs> there's some. <laughs> 
I mean, it's ridiculous. It just breaks my heart. I, I know. I, I'm in so much pain because of this. <laughs> <laughs> I shed it somewhere. Somewhere I'm shedding a tear. Not at all. <laughs> that's not very nice, but okay. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> what? That's okay. You take that suspension at the beginning of the year, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yup. Money might talk, Jerry Jones, but then get you out of that one, bruh. <laughs> Anywho, uh, it's a, I know. I, I did I, enjoy the uh, meme of the um, oh, what do you call those things from Star Wars that was sitting on the couch? Ewok. Ewok. Oh yeah, yeah, the Ewok. And it was, and it was uh, like it was Zeke <laughs> holding the flag, cheering him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that was pretty funny. <laughs> The the Eagles lose their kicker, right? Jake Elliott, you know, in the tackle, he's out, man. No kicker, no problem. They just go for two. They just go for two every time. (laughs) And the linebacker they brought in actually had some leg, dude. (laughs) He boomed some kicks, but it didn't have that guy trying any extra points. They they weren't doing that. They weren't doing that. Uh, But look, man, uh, look, no no Sean Lee. No Sean Lee. Uh, Again, we talked about this last week. It's going to continue to be an issue for them unless and until they get him back. Uh, And I love this line. This was on a PFT article, and it cracked me up. Um, Sean Lee, Bruce Lee, the General Lee, nothing was going to help tonight. (laughs) 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 I was like, damn, yo, that's tough. That's tough right there, man. Although if you're going to drown your sorrows, drown them in some Sarah Lee. Yeah, like legit, man, legit. Uh, also, random side note because uh, Prescott obviously had a terrible game. He was eighteen to thirty-one, one hundred forty-five yards, three interceptions. He was sacked four times, uh, strip sacked once, which was a uh, uh, and I forget who picked it up and uh, ran it in, but um, that, that I think that was the last score of the game. I'm pretty sure uh, the, the Eagles got a strip sack fumble and ran that sucker back in. That was just the icing on the cake. But here's a here's a fun here's a fun stat for you. <laughs> Dak Prescott's passer rating versus the Eagles would have been higher if he threw every pass straight into the ground. <laughs> wow. I mean <laughs> Seriously? Okay, so he finished. <laughs> Don, Donovan oh. McNabb would oh, be proud. God. He finished with a rating of thirty point four. If he had thrown every pass incomplete, it would have been a 39-6. <laughs> As evident with uh, Cooper Rush coming in and throwing one incomplete pass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. A couple of, couple of things from this one. It's good to see Darby back, by the way, uh, for the Eagles. Um, picked up a uh, picked off a deep throw from Prescott in the second quarter. So welcome back to that guy. Uh, third quarter, Clement plowed in for a red zone touchdown. And dude, the Eagles are running everybody. They had over 200 yards for the game, uh, 6.4 average for the running backs. Granted, that was aided by uh, Jay Ajayi popping off for a 70 a 71 yard run. That'll always inflate the average. But um, I mean, it, you know, it, it just felt like they could give that ball to anybody. And from a fantasy standpoint, you might complain about vulturing, but from a, an actual real-world football deal, dude, they got a ton of bodies. They can come at you a lot of different ways, man. They can come at you from a lot of different ways. D-Stat's Pornhub channel knows all about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay? 
without the kicker, the Eagles uh, in the fourth quarter they went for it on fourth and five from the sixteen. I mean, why not, right? And Wentz hit uh, Alshon Jeffrey in the middle of three defenders for the touchdown. I know Wentz didn't have statistically the greatest game. That's fine. You know, you find a way to win. And they found a way to win on defense, ultimately an offense, and, and they just they ran the hell out of the ball. You know, worst loss for the Cowboys since 2004, also against the Eagles. So, uh, yeah, pr- Wentz didn't need to go all world. He just no. had to minimize mistakes, and that's all he needed to do. And, and he made some nice throws. He just didn't have to stat pad. You know what I mean? He just, he just didn't have to stat pad. So, uh, you know, I, I, again, I like Dak, man. I, I like Prescott. That's a good young quarterback, but you can clearly see the difference. And, uh, and Alfred Morris had a decent game. He did. But, you know, Dak was under a lot of pressure and not having uh, not having Zeke. Uh, I mean, what Zeke brings to the table is significant. Not having Tyron Smith, significant. Not having Sean Lee, significant. And Dak, for whatever his upside may be, as he grows into his career, he's not there yet to carry that team. He's not. He may get there, but he's not there yet. And to me, that's readily apparent. But they've got other limitations. They got, they got to figure that out. And they better figure it out in a damn hurry because that Chargers defensive line is coming for him, dude. Uh-huh. Coming for Most that guy. Definitely. Coming for that guy. Um, as far as the 9-1 start for the Philadelphia Eagles... All right, look, <laughs> not surprised. Of the 67 teams to start 9-1, 100% have reached the playoffs. 72% have won a playoff game. 49% have reached the Super Bowl. And 25% have lifted the Lombardi Trophy. <coughs> not the Eagles, though. <laughs> they've, never, they've never lifted one. <coughs> not the Eagles, not yet. Like the team, man. I like the team. Like the team. And I'm not, you know, I mean, they, they, they have a lot of, they got it across all three phases. Although I, I'm still curious if the Peters thing, not having him comes right to bottom a little bit at some point, but sometimes you got to win ugly. Sometimes you have to win without stat padding, if you will. They've got an opportunistic defense. They've got a lot of running backs. They can play a lot of different ways. Carson Wentz, you know, he, he can throw deep. He can throw short. He can, he can you know, break loose running around. He can scramble around. He can buy time. He has good pocket presence. I mean, that that's a team that if they get home field advantage, they're going to be a real tough out. They're going to be a real tough out. So, whew, I hate to say it, but kudos to the Philadelphia freaking Eagles. Makes me want to barf. But, but beware New Orleans and Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Minnesota's good. New Orleans is good. Uh, Philly, Philly uh, you know, get get the home field, guys. Get the home field. Okay, get the home field. It's gonna it's gonna do them a lot of good. All right, uh, anybody else have any? You got any uh, wrap up NFL thoughts before you walk out of here? I'm good, dude. All right, cool. As we wrap up again, happy Thanksgiving. Safe travels to everybody. Enjoy the time with family and friends. You know, and if you happen to drink too much. Perhaps Shannon do does it. it. Just we'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Hell yeah. Right. Fucking thing sucks. Hopefully not your turkey. <laughs> no. Definitely not. Don't do, that. not. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But. <laughs> if you drink a lot. Oh, oh, you know what? What? 
we have homework for our listeners. Oh, do we? Oh, tell me. Yes. So if you have a really good clap back at Thanksgiving, be sure and let us know. Nice. We I would love to. We would like to share know it with everybody. We would. If you if you have a good clapback, man, uh, you can send it to us. Or if you have a good clapback for Mark, you can just clap back at him at the said FTW. Uh, certainly, uh, Randy at Giggity Giles, or at us at VA Sports Brew. Yeah, by all means, smack smack talk clapback. We're good for that. Uh, one other thing, enjoy enjoy retirement, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Um, I was a big NASCAR guy back in the day. I don't really so much care about racing as much as I used to. There's a lot of reasons for that. I don't like the car. To, I didn't like the car tomorrow. Um, I grew up Dale Earnhardt senior was, uh, you know, for lack of a better expression, my driver, it was never the same for me, uh, after he died. And uh, I, I don't, it's just weird to think that he's retiring. It's just bizarre, yeah. but a uh, great outpouring of support for, uh, uh, Dale jr. You know, it, it'll be weird. I don't Maybe he'll come back for a race or two, but uh, it was nice to see the tributes. And I hope that uh, whatever he gets into next, man, I, I hope he enjoys it. He had a, a good career. I mean, I don't know. There's certain people that are almost untouchable in any given sport. Michael Jordan, untouchable. You know what I mean? Right. Dale Sr., untouchable. Richard Petty, untouchable. Right? So, you know, I don't know how you ever live up to that kind of stuff. But he had a good career. Um, insanely popular with the fans, insanely popular with people. But enjoy retirement. Uh, hopefully, you know, uh, re- I think relatively recently married. Uh, you know, have fun. I would imagine he's going to have some kids if he doesn't already have some kids. Have fun being a dad and doing some other stuff, man. Enjoy yeah. it. Enjoy it. He's a Redskins fan too, so I give him props for that. <laughs> give him props <laughs> for that. And he looks like one of my best friends growing up, Jerry. It's so weird. Uh, and uh, we would go to football games, and Jerry would have a, a hat on and some sunglasses, and people would double take at him and think that he was <laughs> think that he was Dale Jr. Always made me laugh. Always made me laugh. But uh, it's been a good ride, man. Good ride, and I'll, I'll raise a glass to uh, to Junior. Enjoy retirement, brother. Mm. And I guess that's about it, man. From all of us to all of you. Safe travels, happy Thanksgiving, and uh, I guess we'll catch you on the flip side. And maybe Mark next time will be awake. Maybe. Maybe. I think he was just taking a big, fat dump. <laughs> that's, that's one long-ass dump. Well, that's what, the, well, that's what the New York Giants football season really is, right? Justin. <laughs> yeah? And if he has a dingleberry, he needs to shake it off. Well, you know, that's. I knew you were going to do that to me. Thanks, McGuffin. As always, this podcast. By the way, Lindy, apparently you're now charged with getting Whitfield that fleshlight. So. <laughs> <laughs> Highway to hell, baby. Oh, man. Mm. Um.
goodness. Malcolm Young, man, rest in peace, dude. Rest in peace. ACDC, hell of a band. Love, love them, man. That's, that's a band that they can get to see live in their prime. God, I wish I had, but I don't know. I get the feeling that ACDC is going to kind of be like Leonard Skinner, and they will just keep going <laughs> in, in different incarnations, man. Might be the case. Might be the case. But you know what? We started with it. We'll end with it. Have a drink on me, buddy. Mm-hmm. Catch y'all on the flip side. Good night now. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Good night. All right, we decided. We decided. We we had to throw a, a few more Thanksgiving clapbacks in here just for good measure. And this is probably all disastrous. It's probably all bad. <laughs> but why not? Why not? Okay, so here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Shannon, this is your fault. Okay, this is your fault. Okay, this is your fault. I'll take it. I'm just letting you know that. All right. All right hold on. <clears throat> Let me find this thing real quick. <laughs> ah, Grandma, pull up your pants. Me, pull up your titties. Hashtag. Oh, wow. Thanksgiving clapback. Damn. I mean, I told you. Why you got to do grandma like that? They did grandma dirty, man. Damn. That's not nice. That's not nice. That's not nice, man. That's just cold. (laughs) This one's for Matt. (laughs) Uncle, hmm. Why are you so hungry? Me. I don't know. Why are you so bald headed? <laughs> Hashtag Thanksgiving clapback. Not all these are good, by the way. Not all these are good. I mean, poor grandma. How are you going to give grandma that kind of grief? That's terrible. Yeah, man, cook that meal for you in there. Yeah, come on, man. Damn. Come on, man. That's just rude. That's just rude. <laughs> you still pursuing your little degree or whatever? Me. Your house still getting foreclosed? Or, uh. Hashtag Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Thanksgiving clap back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aunt, I see you can't keep a man. Me, I see your sons can't stay out of jail. Hashtag Thanksgiving. <laughs> I t- these things are mean, dude. These things are real mean. Yeah. Uh, I, although I, I will admit I do like this one. Hash- <laughs> Hold on. Aunt, let the children get a plate first. Me, I'm a child of God. Hashtag Thanksgiving clapback. Mm-hmm. So stupid. Hashtag give me that food. Give me that food. So dumb. So dumb, dude. So dumb. So dumb. We'll anyway. Like Chris and the uh, Thanksgiving line. Yep. Move. Get out the way. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, here you go. Let, let, let's walk off on this one. My cousin, at least I got my GED. Me, at least I know my DAD. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag. At least. Oh, excuse me. Hashtag. Thanksgiving. Clap back. Time to sip some tea. All right. There we go. Now let's get out of here. Shannon, good night now. Randy, good night. To everybody else, catch y'all on the flip side, man. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>